rolling. Five, four, three, two, one. You're listening to American Slacker Podcast with Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers. Welcome to American Slacker Podcast, the show with the host with the most, as always, I'm Matt. And I'm Jesse, here to wrangle him in. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. I know, God. You might want to keep a close watch on me because I'm about to go on a rant. All right? Oh, God, all now, right. As, as the loyal listeners might know, I got cut off short last episode. Mm-hmm. Mother Nature had it in for you. Dude, I don't know if I pissed off Zeus or what, but lightning has been striking really uncomfortably close my life <laughs> yeah you got uh immediately abruptly cut off at the Dude. end of the second segment of our last episode i mean it could have been worse could have been in the beginning of the episode so we were able to salvage it you the show must go on you handled mm-hmm. it very well i will say sir thank you should have memorized your outro because <laughs> i'm sure i added some <laughs> it got a little yeah it got a little off off the script but hey it's fine it's fine made it back to the past that's not where it ends I come home from my lovely two-week vacation, and the day that I come home, my house gets hit by lightning again. Like last <laughs> so, time, it didn't get hit by lightning, but this time it got hit by lightning, and it fucked my house up, and it took my internet out for a week. It just knocked out the power on the first time around, so it wasn't this same strike. No, the second one that actually got your your casa. Nah, dude. Nah, another one. An even bigger batter lightning strike came around knocking. And it, it it literally blew an outlet out of the back of my house in the basement and blew a hole in the wall. You sent me a picture. We might have to post that up in the Slackers group because that was insane. Uh, was that just all the wood that came off that was blown off by the fucking strike? Or you had, So you that remember? was vinyl. It was vinyl siding. It's hard to tell from the photo, but it's vinyl siding that was blown off because there was Damn. an outlet there that just like fucking straight up was like a bomb. Jesus. Blew the wall out inside and out. Start a fire. I'm I'm surprised. Thank God, dude. Yeah, I, uh, every firefighter in the fucking county was here. It was insane. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're si- sipping a fucking uh, macchiato at a fucking slot machine. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I was home. This is when I came home. This is oh, right this when I came. happened. Right when you came. Oh wow. Yeah, this was the day I got home. And uh, yeah, that was the best part. Is I was here to deal with it. So like they were like evacuate the house. So I had to grab my dog, my girlfriend, her sister. We like all like ran out of the house. Damn, you're strong, me. dude. All of them on your back, dude. <laughs> all of them, bro. I just threw them into a little satchel that I've crafted <laughs> out of a sheet. Get in, trucking. <laughs> carried him downstairs and that'll get you to the chopper dude, dude. yeah <laughs> and uh yeah it was just a fucking nightmare i was so mad dude we were supposed to have an episode out last week we we're gonna make it work we we're gonna mm-hmm. figure out a way to make it work and then mother nature said fuck american slacker podcast she's gonna blow up your modem for a right. second there. dude let's see if we can get through this whole episode now i'm talking all this shit 
we did record a uh, little wrap. If you want to know more about Matt's vacation, where he's been, what he's been up to, we recorded a Patreon bonus episode that should already be out by the time you're hearing this. Yep, it'll be out. And uh, yeah, we got to see each other first time in two years. That was really cool. We got to recap yeah. on that. So you get to you get to hear what we did, the things we did. Find out how I got comped free drinks that night. Dude, tore up the town. And then uh, <laughs> somebody tore up your hotel. It was out yeah. of control. So if you want to hear that, you got to be a Patreon slacker. Head over to our Patreon to check that out. If also, if you're a Patreon slacker, you might be watching this before everyone else gets to see it because we're doing this live. We we put it out live for all of you. Uh, oh yeah, support us in that way. So let's get into it. You've been waiting for it. You missed an episode, but we got that cannabis news for you. We always like to start out our weird news with a little bit of weed news. And this time around, we are headed over to mississippi not one we talk about that often when it comes to the cannabis news it's usually bad if it's <laughs> coming out of there oh man yeah it's never good never good <laughs> hey don't never say never because we got some good news it's uh mississippi voters are looking to have the opportunity to decide in 2020 whether or not to legalize medical marijuana Ooh, okay <laughs> It's still in the process. They've gotten thousands of signatures in an attempt to get this on the ballot. And it's uh, now being reviewed by the Secretary of State's office in order to determine its eligibility. But by all accounts, from what they've reported, it should uh, be showing up there as long as they don't find anything weird with all the signatures. Ah, okay. Now, this would specifically be medical they would be joining uh 30 other states who have legalized uh medical marijuana including washington dc and this law would specifically be for you know more debilitating medical conditions like cancer epilepsy seizures parkinson's disease aids hiv als glaucoma crohn's and it the list goes on um but it's a step in the right direction I, we were saying before if anyone deserves to have access to medical cannabis it's people with these de- debilitating uh conditions yeah man i mean jesus it's it's a way better uh supplement to take care of this than than a lot of the other prescription options and any other treatments really i mean yeah if it if it works then it, they should have access to it i mean that's kind of my my view on it mm-hmm. hell yeah especially if it works better than some of the other medications so hopefully we'll see this uh going up on there uh, on their uh, ballots in 2020 that would be you know by next year we could be seeing mississippi joining the ranks of uh, t- like over half of the country now uh with bringing medical marijuana to their citizens and i think it'd be a really good thing hell yeah man so if you are listening from mississippi you know be sure to get on that uh get registered so that you're registered to vote and you can actually put your voice out there because it seems like a lot many of the states have gone via voter um like decision as opposed to being put through by their legislate their legislators in their like state houses and stuff so it's important that if you want you know if if cannabis uh is important to you in terms of the, the laws that are being enforced that you actually register and go out there and participate in this because this is a chance where you actually can 
So we'll be putting this article up. This one came from, where did this one come from? Uh, Breakingbuds.com, breaking-buds.com. And we'll be putting their uh, article up on our Facebook page on Thursday. So you can read about that a little bit more if you are interested. Nice, definitely check it out. Man, all this talk about weed's got me having the munchies as always. (laughs) uh, Man, what better thing to talk about besides this Popeye's chicken sandwich? that everybody's talking about are you are you catching are you caught up with all the drama like how it's like sold out and everything yeah well there's the drama between that and then it was like a big debate about which is better between uh chick-fil-a and popeye's chicken sandwiches yeah i think a lot of people came down on the popeye's side really i've never had popeye's i've had chick-fil-a it was spectacular yeah but, they're pretty they're pretty good their politics are pretty shitty but <laughs> yeah exactly but uh yeah that's another story for another day yeah right they nailed chicken though <laughs> as far as the, you know the chicken goes i've never had um popeyes honestly which i've i've had their tenders i've never had their actual sandwich i want to try it i want to check it out um but man it's it's been crazy apparently the sandwiches Popeyes has said that they sold out, you know, the first two weeks of August. They 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 sold the whole stock for August. And then they are saying now that some locations might not have the new chicken sandwiches until November. Really? Yeah. Like all all of like September and October. Or no, October. Sorry. Sorry. All of September, they're not going to have any as well. So wow. October, they'll, they'll like finally be situating. That's not even the best part. Now, we've got a we've got a story that's coming out of Houston here. And it involves a few people that uh, were really upset about this chicken sandwich being fucking gone from the menu. Now, they rolled up to the drive-thru, and uh, that's they they ordered a bunch of the chicken sandwiches. And that's when the employee said, hey, we're out of them. I don't know if you've, you've heard in the news. It's a big deal right now, but we're out of chicken sandwiches for the time being. That's when the people drove away from the drive-thru. Okay. Then they proceed to come through the doors into the lobby. All right. Yeah, we've got three dudes and two chicks, and apparently one of them was was flaunting a gun. <laughs> it's like, what about those chicken sandwiches now? <laughs> Sir, they're still not here. You having a gun doesn't change anything. I, I mean, I can only imagine the look on that guy's face when he realized that the gun didn't change the situation, that there was no fucking chicken sandwiches anywhere to be had. Yeah, like, what's he gonna do? Go run the price shopper, get some fucking chicken and bread, and make you a fucking custom one? Like, I don't know. Yeah, right. At that point, just order yourself the tenders and go get a king's Hawaiian roll. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, another great part is apparently somehow I don't know what kind of fucking car they were in, but these five people had left a fucking infant chilling inside the car while they went inside to threaten the employees <laughs> to get a fucking chicken sandwich. Did they at least roll the windows up? I, it says nothing about that, man. They're just going to leave the kid out there while they try to go get in on the private stock of chicken sandwiches that everybody knows they have, but it's exclusive for back. the boys. <laughs> well, I, my disappointment comes, I mean, entirely on the person brandishing the gun, first off. But secondly, on Popeyes themselves for like, you know that there's this viral fucking thing going on. You got to stock this shit up or else these these incidents are going to keep occurring. People are going to go nuts over it. As soon as something goes viral, you got people swarming the business, apparently with firearms, looking for a chicken sandwich. What's the issue? Is it the lack of bread? Do you, well, do you not you have the be- patties? Like, <laughs> what is it? Do you think it could be publicity? Like they were like, we're going to cause an intentional shortage just to create the fucking the swarm of attention. I mean, if we look back to the 1920s, 
a chicken depression isn't going to help anything, man. You crash that chicken stock market, people are going to be fucking go, going with uh, bar- barrels full of cash to buy these chicken sandwiches. <laughs> taking out their life savings just to fucking smell a pickle. Oh, man. Well, <laughs> unfortunately, these, uh, these fucking evildoers haven't been caught yet. They're out there on the loose. The, uh, oh, he's, no. he's still looking for them. They have no idea who the identity of these these perps are. But uh, hopefully they catch them because, I mean, it's no, I don't care, man. No matter how good that sandwich is, you don't have the right to threaten people to get the private stock. All right? Do you, th- do you think it was like a, a Snickers hangry situation? Like if they you're gave them like, oh, you're, you're not you when you're hungry and you give them like a chicken sandwich and it turns into like this big cuddly dude. Like, I'm Maybe. sorry for sorry for sticking gun in your face. Hey, chicken sandwich can do wonderful things, man. Yeah, it's magical. Stand here. <laughs> oh man, now I want chicken sandwiches. Well, uh, we're continuing the food talk. We're heading over to Madison, Wisconsin, where a restaurant owner. Have you ever had pho, Matt? I've I've, I've never had pho. Pho. pho might... It's P H O pho. It's a uh, Vietnamese soup dish. Nope, never it's, had it, oh, dude. It it is heartwarming and belly filling uh it's basically like the best chicken or beef soup that you're ever gonna have like just mm, hits the okay okay buddy (laughs) and uh this madison wisconsin pho place decided to go with a pretty interesting name they decided to call themselves pho king good i have a feeling that something was lost in translation yes you would be right in this instance the uh the owner of the fucking good restaurant said that he wanted you know the name to basically tell people we are the king who are good at making noodles (laughs) he he didn't didn't understand that it was actually an expletive when you combines the words pho with king and it's it's funny because it's spelled like pho like p-h-o you would think pho but it's actually pronounced pho so you end up with this this unfortunate name for a business and uh ting kai zhao who owns the restaurant he he's a restaurateur of sorts he's owned many restaurants in the area and this is not this is not his first one the re- real question is like um have you hit yelp it, is it is it true is it fucking good it's not open yet. They're remodeling because he bought oh. it from another business and uh, he was getting getting ready essentially to open. There, there's, He's not the first. There's other places. Uh, for example, there was a place called the Shitty Bar, I believe, <laughs> or the Shitty Barn, which was a live music venue uh, established in 2010 in Spring Green. And it often draws Snickers because of its name and even has an asterisk on its own website. So... Is fucking good any worse than a shitty barn? My, I would say fucking good is way better than a shitty barn. I would too. At least it has some thought to it, you know? Yeah. Shitty barn just sounds like a real shithole. <laughs> so uh that any any place that might this is this is like one of those don't judge a book by its cover type of things. But in this place, the name probably rings true. It is probably fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what what's in a name you know yeah hell yeah man names are everything <laughs> man well uh my story coming up here is you know we've been talking a lot about food and i i, I think it's just one of those episodes where we came into it and i'm, I'm a little hungry so everything is food relating because it's really not food relating but 
the star of our next story, I just want to turn into a, a fucking big satchel of chicken nuggets. Okay. And I think you're going to decide once you hear the story, because we're talking about the subject of Mia-Dia, all right? <laughs> Mia-Dia. Mia-Dia, sir. All right. Now we're going to South Australia, where a 76-year-old woman recently died after being pecked by a fucking rooster as she was doing her rounds. Jesus collecting- Christ. Now, how this went down is uh, she was an elderly woman, and she suffered from varicose veins, which are enlarged veins found in some people's legs. Uh, you know, they're typically just like a, a huge fat vein that's close to the surface. Skin thins as you get older, so mm-hmm. they're, they're, you know, right under the fucking surface. So this fucking okay. this shit rooster, this piece of fucking garbage, <laughs> just attacked this sweet old 76-year-old woman who was just trying to get her eggs one day. And just happened to peck the right area. But the good news is is they're starting a campaign. This rooster should be fucking killed. Is that what you said? I I didn't hear that. I said said they went for the... Well, yes, I agree. But no, I said he went for the kill. He went for the kill and he He should be killed. where to hit her in the weak spot. (laughs) He went for the weak spot, yeah. Definitely. Definitely alpha mentality in this fucking rooster. This fucking cock here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Tell him for what he is. Starting a, ca- a campaign out in, in Australia where they're they're bringing the awareness of how how easy it is to take damage to the varicose veins as an elderly getting caught on anything you know in the brush or glass whatever it might yeah. be just to be aware you know protect the old legs motherfucker. <laughs> I thought you were saying they were going to start a campaign to put the rooster down. No, that motherfucker's probably we dead. Need, all we need is 120 bucks. We're going to buy a shotgun. We're going to blast that shit. Dude. Yeah, no, I don't... You know, they didn't say anything about the fucking rooster. I hope they shot that piece of shit. Like, <laughs> Yeah, me too. He's a danger hope, to society. Dude, I hope he is, he was the most delicious chicken breast on the barbecue. Can bar- we eat rooster? I don't know. Can you? It's probably tough and grizzled, isn't it? I, was, I don't know. Like, I mean, you probably can. It's probably the same as chicken, but like not as plump. I, I just imagine it to be grizzly meat, like gross. Yeah. Chicken jerky out of roosters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you got to put <laughs> cock in your mouth. So, I mean, that's no, kind dude, of you never want cock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And uh, yeah, so it's, you know, very unfortunate. Uh, let's just all hope that this rooster has met his demise. Just uh, justice for that woman. Justice for that. Yes. Justice yeah. for the woman. And I never knew, man. It, that's one of the fucking another, just another thing on the list you gotta look forward to when you're getting old. You get fucking <laughs> killed veins. by a dick on your varicose veins. You can bleed out within fucking no time. A teenager's gonna flick you in the leg and you know, hit the ground. Dead. That's why I hope they have mech suits by the time we're all. No. Hell yeah. In a power armor. <laughs> that are like translating our personality to a hard drive and just like cruising around in some kind of fucking R2D2 get up until they come up with something better. Maybe I got a hydro pack on the back. I don't know. We're, we'll you figure put it out. Put my consciousness in a ball that rolls around. I don't mind. Dude, Be like a hamster. <laughs> 3.0 to 10.0 down the future, you know? We just keep upgrading and upgrading. And go. We never <laughs> die. Never die. There you go. Well, uh, we are headed down to Florida. We always like to touch on florida see what's going on down there and uh i always like to say florida it's kind of like america's storm drain just keeps catching all that refuse that's washing up with hurricane dorian oh like rhyme yeah just catching it yeah clear that shit out clean it out what are you doing 
Handhandle drain, man. Gross. Oh. <laughs> there might be some good shit in there, but it needs a good cleaning. So yeah. we're we're gonna head down to Florida and see what's going on. As I said, Hurricane Dorian is approaching. The Bahamas got hit really, really bad. A little awareness for that, first off. Secondly, some weird shit's washing up in Florida. This woman found a manatee swimming around her flooded backyard. Dude, that's pretty joyous, though. In the middle of all that chaos, you're sad. You're fucking afraid for your future. And then you just look out the back, and there's a manatee on his back just cruising by. And I'm like, like, just flapping in the fucking waves. That's kind of cool. The, it, yeah, it'd be really odd to walk out and see that, because normally that you'd have to be in pretty deep water and i guess the uh the floodwaters came in and the tide was pretty much in this lady's backyard <laughs> she ended up uh being able to take a couple seconds of the video of it as it was uh washing around i, I can show you this here if you're on the uh youtube hopefully it works if i show matt here let's see Okay. It's kind of like a little gray blob floating around in her backyard. I guess it was eating her grass. Funny. Oh, just a fat little manatee cruising through your backyard. <laughs> chewing on your fucking dandelions and tulips or whatever you have back there. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, son of a bitch. He's going to fuck up my lawn. <laughs> Dude, tomatoes under that water. What the fuck? But you, I mean, a manatee, that's pretty big animal. So there's got to be at least like four feet of water there, I would say. Maybe a little bit more. Dude, could right. be worse. Could be hippos and shit, man. Hippos will fuck around them. Right? <laughs> at least it's a nice gentle manatee. And along with manatees on other beaches, not in this lady's beach, um, they... Dude, uh, what you need to do. You need to get out back and ride that sucker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Jump on the back. Get a little saddle going. A little saddle action with this... <laughs> This uh, sea cow. <laughs> Hell yeah. Don't try and milk it, though, I swear. The uh, <laughs> the other things that managed to wash up during Hurricane Dorian included a uh, package on a beach that ended up being cocaine. <laughs> Wait, the manatee bring that? Nope. This, was, this was, oh. wasn't in this lady's. This was just in another area of Florida uh, oh. to cover, <laughs> you know, all the weird things that kind of washed up during this storm. It was on Paradise Beach uh, Park in Melbourne. Was and, it was it 15 kilos? Uh, I don't think it was 15. I see a headline on the, the story that I'm about to cover, and it just 15, says 15 kilos wash up on Florida Beach during 15, Hurricane Dream. 15 bricks of cocaine along Cocoa Beach Friday afternoon. Yep. 15 bricks or brick is kilo. And, yep. an, and another... Uh, one that they had was uh, a kilo. They were saying a kilo of uh, cocaine goes between 20,000 and 30,000. So that's a decent amount. They also found uh, last year, a giant wooden cross that washed up and they have a little, they have it set up. It says our holy gift from the sea. So I think, I guess hurricanes just keep bringing and, and actually in 2017, hurricane Irma washed up a 12 foot buoy with Russian writing on it. So, <laughs> This is a test from Jesus. That's what I'm saying. He just showed oh, that. God. Like, yeah, now I'm going to put 15 kilos up there worth a million dollars. Let's see what you do now, fools. Watch Dude, it. That's, you got it messed up, man. That's Jesus's cocaine. He's going to fucking kill you. Dude. Oh, no. <laughs> so, uh, the, those are some of the odd things that tend to wash up during uh, hurricanes in Florida. For everything Dude. from manatees to crosses to bundles yeah. of coke. <laughs> 
During hurricanes, just go to the beach looking for fucking drug scores, apparently. You could become a fucking kingpin over the next fucking category four hurricane here. <laughs> yeah, you watch out for those those kingpin manatees. They're running that shit. Manatees are running the drugs. That's what I've been saying for years, but nobody wants to listen. You know? No one believes me. No one fucking believes me but Alex Jones. All right, so uh, we're staying in Florida for the last story we got here where we're going to Safety Harbor. And uh, that's where... It- a burglar broke into a Florida home. Go figure. Never in Florida. And uh, this is where it gets it gets really entertaining. He decided he was going to cook himself an early morning meal. And um, that's when somebody that lived in the actual house awoke to the aroma of bacon cooking and eggs. And they were like, you got to love that. What the fuck? What the <laughs> fuck is this going on? And they go out there and they go, what in the Tom fuckery is this? And that's when the fucking B&E expert says, go back to sleep uh no <laughs> i'm sorry you just used the last of my bacon fuck face what the fuck is going on here huh insert that will smith clip Dude. saving that bacon saving that bacon for special okay <laughs> uh that's when the uh the victim decided he was gonna call 911 and have the cops just come sort out this fucking madman and uh that's when the madman decided he was gonna go on the run and he darted out the back door Oh, he didn't even finish cooking, huh? Didn't even finish cooking, man. Just left that bacon fucking sizzling. So he sneaks out the back door, and uh, luckily the the sheriff's office shows up, and they uh, break out the canines, track this piece of shit down into a wooded and swampy area behind the house. It's easy to find him when he smells like bacon. Dude, <laughs> should have never cooked that bacon, dude. That grease all up on you. That dog is like, he is tasty, motherfucker. Tasty. <laughs> bite your ass. Dude, instant bite. He's definitely like, that's a snack. What was this guy's deal? You know, I, I'm not exactly sure. Uh, the arrest report did mention that he might have been under the influence of alcohol. Might have been. Might have been. Okay. <laughs> I feel like you wouldn't mention that unless he was. <laughs> How drunk do you have to get to pull a B&E to cook a fucking Grand Slam breakfast? Yeah, right? Yeah. You're cooking Pretty fucking drunk. Denny's, dude, at somebody's house at 4 a.m. on a Tuesday. What's up? And what's the probability of going into the wrong house and having all the drawers be exactly set up the way yours are? Dude, it takes time to get adjusted to another man's kitchen. Right? That would be a surefire red flag right there. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, he's been there before. True serial crime. <laughs> and well, at least this is caught down. And uh, you know what? People lock your kitchens up. Lock your doors. Yes. Be careful. And hide your wife. Uh, yeah, hide your wife. You know. So we got a funny clip. To end our bizarre segment here, uh, and this one's this one's out there. It's a uh, it's a fucking donkey named Pepper who doesn't take no shit. <laughs> Pepper don't take no shit from nobody. We just we we want to suggest don't mess with Pepper. If you come across a donkey named Pepper, just keep your keep your distance. <laughs> Fucking, these guys are trying to give the uh, donkey a beer. Ends up biting him. Oh, he bites his finger as he's trying to hand him a modella. And then his buddy, the other guy, falls in. There's a guy hanging on the fence. Like, he's going to go in there with him. And then he falls in. I think that's the biggest mistake he ever made of his life. That donkey goes after him immediately, stomping, biting. <laughs> That's punches to the donkey's ass that you're hearing. Just trying to save his friend at that point. 
I don't. I hope he gets out of there eventually. It's, it's, it's hilarious, and we will be posting this up on Friday as our uh, funny clip of the week. <laughs> we did not disappoint this week. I would highly suggest you check that out, and yeah. uh, dude, don't fuck with Pepper. Do not miss it. <laughs> Do not fuck Pepper. All right. Oh man, now let's get to some. We got some show suggestions. We're gonna go over, but before we do that, here's a word from our sponsors. Here at American Slacker, we have proudly partnered with Seat Giant, which is a website that allows you to get tickets to events for a fraction of the price of retail. Yeah, easy to use, easy to find. SeatGiant.com. Use the code Slacker at checkout, and uh, yeah, you'll save a little bit of your change. Local events, national uh, tours, they got everything. Make sure to go over to SeatGiant.com, type in that code SLACKER, and save yourself some money. Get that change back in your pocket. The Podworm Spacecast is a podcast hosted by seven lifelong friends who inject comedy directly into your ear canals every Tuesday. You may think seven hosts is too many for a podcast, but you may also think $5 is too cheap for a quality voiceover such as this. Yet here we are. Enjoy a clip from the critically acclaimed Podworm Spacecast. And I looked up, how do you fix squeaky shoes? And they said, you got to get some baking soda and you put it in the shoe uh-huh. and it absorbs like the moisture or whatever and it fixes the shoe. Boom. I went to the store across the street. I went to the bathroom. During lunch? <laughs> the bathroom in the store across this the street. This is an emergency. This cannot wait till tomorrow. You, yeah, you did this at work? <laughs> I told you, yeah. I couldn't get over my desk. I'm so embarrassed. So oh. Andrew walked across the street. Weaky, 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 weaky. <laughs> <laughs> it was more like, weaky, 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 weaky. And then the, and then he had to wait for the light. You can find the Podworm Space Cast wherever you get your podcasts. And as always, keep squirming. You get more out of life when you go out to a movie. And we are back, motherfucker. And it is time to talk about some shit that's going to keep you entertained. Yeah, we got a couple of uh, show suggestions here for you, both on Netflix. Makes it super easy if you got that. Uh, I'm going to start out with one called The Good Place. And this is actually a show that started on NBC, but three seasons of it are now available on Netflix. And it's uh, it's been called the best sitcom on television. And I would have to agree. It's uh, created by Michael Schur, who you might know as the cr- uh, creator of The Office, Parks and Rec, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, uh, and The Good Place, the one I'm talking about right now. Hell yeah. It, it, he, he created some of the best stuff. He also played Moe's in The Office Dude. to put a face to the name. So good. So good. I, when you told me this, I was interested in looking at this. Like, it came across my feed. But when now that you told me it's created by him, I'm like, I have to fucking see it. Because he's a right. fucking genius in disguise. Nobody would know. His, his shit is so hilarious. Um, and it, I had like a little like rabbit hole that I went down with him earlier today. And I found out that he is married to Regis Philbin's daughter. Um, fucking, is, you hear oh, that? Hollywood, Mine's blown. Hollywood <laughs> inside baseball. Um, <laughs> you wonder how some of the networking happens. but And like, I'm sure that that has a lot to do with his scripts getting read. But it... Either way, his shit is hilarious and it's and it's fantastic. So it's not. I'm not saying that he didn't earn it, um, because the good place I've been pretty much obsessed with since it's come out. 
the, the like I said, there's three seasons out now, and the fourth season is uh, going to be the last season. I, I want I, I always want to say unfortunately whenever it's like the end of something, but the way that this guy writes, he knows what he's doing, and if it makes sense to end the story in the fourth mm. season, and they're writing for that, I think that's so much more appreciated than just ending it or keeping it going for no reason. You know, and not Dude. really having somewhere you're going with it. You know, and uh, I feel like a lot of shows just try to get more and more out of it uh, these days. You know, The Walking Dead, like, there's some good parts in it. But, like, they're, they're just keeping it going and going. And they've taken Rick out. And, and he, they're going to make movies with him. It's gotten fucking weird. Like, so it's like, I think it's key to know the right time to end the story. And if you do it right, I mean, you end up with a beautiful story like Breaking Bad. You know, that was ended oh, yeah. perfectly. Absolutely, you yeah. should be you should be writing to, for that, not for, you should be writing for the story and not for the episodes, essentially. Yeah. Uh, so to give, I don't know, I haven't really described it at all. Uh, it stars Kristen Bell, Ted Danson, uh, William Jackson Harper, uh, a whole bunch of other people um, that are all absolutely hilarious. And it's basically the concept is like, what happens after you die? And in this universe you can essentially go to the good place or the bad place and in the first season Kristen Bell uh, plays the main character and she ends up in the good place and she feels like it's by accident um, like she's not really supposed to be there like there's some sort of mix up but you don't want to end up in the bad place so what do you do you fake it and <laughs> how do you fake it when you're around like a whole bunch of good people and you're a bad person you know a lot of funny things come out of that. <laughs> the, uh, that's season one. Season two, season three, they all sort of flip it on its head. Um, there's a lot of twists that take place, and I really can't even talk past, like, the first couple of episodes in season one without spoiling certain things. So I'm on season three. I'm on my second time watching it, actually, because, uh, like, I put it on, blew through it, and now I'm going back and watching it again on Netflix. And I think this is, if you haven't watched it yet, it's totally worth getting into. Uh, even with that, the fourth season coming out soon, you'll you'll be able to, you know, catch up on all of the episodes and then watch the final season of it and get it all in its entirety. Kirsten Bell's the lead, right? Yeah, she plays, uh, let me find the name of the character i was just gonna say she uh I, I really love her like in a lot of things you know forgetting uh sarah marshall and everything um she she's a really good actress that you don't see a lot from I oh feel like. yeah and, she, and she's been doing this for like i said there's been three seasons so the past couple of years she's been doing a lot um with this show but it's it, it's another like hit out of nbc who has done like i think them working Brooklyn. with michael sherm is really or i'm sorry michael sure has really been like probably one of the things to save nbc's uh network in terms of the eight o'clock programming type stuff yeah yeah between the office parks and rec brooklyn 99 or well yeah. brooklyn 99 is fox but um the office and parks and rec wasn't are- it originally nbc though oh yeah actually you're right it yeah. was and then and then it got they dropped and re-picked up that, yeah. that's like such a weird uh concept it, yeah it was like they got canceled and then oh brooklyn 99 is coming to i remember the big announcement it was like oh shit it's back from the dead yep. and uh, just everything this guy puts out or touches seems to be gold and with a cast like this you can't go wrong um it also it it, it 
it's cool because it explores a lot of ideas that people don't normally talk about on television, like death and like what happens in terms of ethics and just, I, I don't know. It explores a lot of unexplored um, areas. I'll, I'll put it that way. And mm. the twists are just cool as fuck. Um, it becomes very like crazy. If anyone's watching the third season, Jeremy Baramy, you'll get what I'm saying. But <laughs> there's there's some weird there's some weird shit, and it, it's definitely a uh, a cult classic uh, before it's even done being produced. <laughs> nice. I definitely want to check it out. It sounds uh it sounds like a really good binge watch. Oh, definitely. Know? Yeah. The- the rating it got on IMDb is an 8.1 out of 10. On Rotten Tomatoes, it had a 96% on Tomato Meter and an 88% for the audience score. So nice. it gives you some high marks, which we always like to get on our suggestions. It's kind of like our own little test for like what we suggest. Like, uh, how high is it going to score? And if it scores low, fuck them. They don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah dude the haters straight fucking haters right like, you can't you can't trust the meters at all like ask a buddy that's how you get you get, you get the idea if you're gonna lick some <laughs> or listen to american slacker <laughs> god damn it stole the words right out of my mouth i like it <laughs> oh man well keeping it up with great shit to watch i got something that's a peabody winner an emmy winning fucking series are you ready for this damn I'm talking hip hop evolution. All right. And uh, this is a series that originally was a Canadian music documentary series uh, aired on HBO Canada in 2016. And then it was brought over to Netflix uh, once once it had a little bit of success. Okay. And, uh, you know, the Netflix guys are really good at figuring out what's a good production that people oh, totally. are actually going to enjoy. And, uh, man, I, just, I want Netflix to get involved with everything because I, I just I love this story. This is a great it's not only a great entertainment value, but it's got a very good historical educational value as well, which I really enjoyed. And, um, you know, as I love music, everybody Mm -hmm. knows, like we love music here at American saga. We're, we're very deep into music. So, you know, I was, I was like very intrigued by this story. I've heard a lot of, you know, I've, I've watched a lot of documentaries on different pieces, you know, NWA to Wu Tang to fucking grandmaster flash, whatever. But it's really cool to see a series that takes the whole history and then lines it up so you can follow it through. Yeah. You know, that's and then, that you know, gives you more of a perspective as to why things are happening when they're happening, too, I think. Exactly. Yeah. You get to see the politics behind the the buildup of a genre, which yep. is really interesting. That's really yeah. fucking cool, man. You get to see the, the, the feuds, the influences, the things that you never like really catch by just listening to, to the radio or nowadays Spotify or whatever. Even, yeah, you know, just like looking up artists, you might not hear all of the the little gritty details. And I really like, you know, they covered the feuds, you know, the East versus West feud. Mm-hmm. They start out in the seventies though, which is really fucking cool. You know, with Grandmaster Flash, uh, you know, DJ Cool Herc, a lot of like the originals going to Sugar Hill Gang, Marley Mall, and uh, moving up to the, you know, the the names that people today might be more familiar with. You know, like we'll start with like MC Hammer, Tribe Called Quest. You know, Nas, the Wu-Tang Clan, and then getting into like, you know, the East versus West, Biggie, Tupac, okay. and uh, even up to Eminem, you know, and, and shit like wow. that. So you're, you're touching all over the country, you know, the development of hip hop in New York, how it spreads to L.A., how it spreads to Atlanta and fucking Florida and different hotspots that become like just fucking like highways for talent. Yeah, basically. that's crazy. Yeah, and uh, a lot of cool little like spots that you know existed for a short time that people would gather. That you know these names went from just being like normal people to people that in history have a spot 
you know, on the fucking the books yeah. just for like being creators and, and influencers of how genres turned out. Wow. It's really deep, man. It's three seasons, so there's a bit, but the seasons are short. You know, they're they're four episodes. They're uh, an hour long. Oh, okay. Um, so each one's like a documentary, almost on its own. And uh, man, I just I binge watched season three the other day, like in one day. Like I was just like I got hooked. I was like boom, 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 boom. Um, and I I had watched the other ones throughout. You know, when they came out, it's just it's gripping. And if you're a music fan, I uh, I highly I don't think there's anything else that gives you a better span of the development of hip hop and rap. Wow. Um, and I know there's going to be, you know, the hip hop heads out there that are like, well, this doesn't cover blah, 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 blah. There's a lot of people that probably got left <laughs> out. I'm sure. I'm sure of that. But, uh, it, as far as a general view of like the mainstream, I think well, this is a- that, and I mean, you said it's like an hour, hour long episodes, three or four of them. I mean, how much more in depth are you? You could, what are you? I guess you could do an eight hour one, but yeah. like, <laughs> Yeah, and a lot of these people aren't around anymore. So, you know, a lot of it's like snippets of like old footage or people that are friends or family or mm. uh, co-workers of yeah. these people um, explaining scenarios or stories of time. Wow. Sounds like they did, they did what they could, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They did a great job of blending, you know, part interview, part pre-clips you know throughout history and in just a, a general storyline each one has a storyline and a wrap-up and i think they do a great job it's hosted by a gentleman named shad he's a rapper and a host uh from canada and uh he was on cb radio cbc radio one very popular station up in okay. canada then he came to host this and this just blew up so now i'm sure you'll see him doing more um hosting and in general tv movie shit nice he does a great job, man. He really steers, you know, the conversations very well. I think he does a good job of painting the picture as, you know, as the face of the series. Sweet. He's, he's the host for all three seasons, all three seasons. He hosts it. Uh, the director was the same throughout the seasons too, as well, which was pretty cool. Um, you know, and a lot of time shit season, changes. And season three is like brand new. That just start, uh, came out in September. It was saying on Netflix. Yeah. So like literally a week ago, it came out and uh, it popped up. I watched it. And I, yeah, I have. It's one of those things I have to watch as soon as it comes out. Like I'm like, you know, <laughs> after like I watched the first season, I was like, I'll watch it every time now. There you Fucking, go. Yeah. Yeah. I remember talking to you actually like uh, way back. This might have been two years ago where I was like, dude, this is fucking this gives you like the grime on history of fucking hip hop. It's crazy. I do remember like, you mentioning it a while back. Roots. I'm glad they're putting more and more out. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I, I'm sure the next one is going to be real modern. It'll probably be, um, from what Mumble, I'm guessing, humble rappers. No, not there yet. That's probably <laughs> season five or six. But uh, yeah. I think they'll be going, you know, in like the the Usher era, the 2000s, where you know we got a lot of that shit, Little John stuff like that. Okay. Um, yeah, ludicrous. They still got so a lot Dirty to cover South. then. Dirty South, yeah. yeah. They did Atlanta, but I, there's more of the Dirty South than just Atlanta. So I'm sure they're <laughs> going to touch on that. And, um, you know, I mean, really where they ended was probably, you know, 99, 2000. Oh, wow. So, you know, Outcast, TLC were like the really the most modern names they had covered. Missy Elliott, I'm, I'm guessing, in there a little bit too. Not yet, no. Okay. Before, no, no, not yet. So I'm, that's why I'm imagining there's more. There's more. They covered Jay Z's um, upcome, which was very interesting. I never knew a lot about Jay Z, and okay. he came from the streets, which was really interesting to find out. Like he was a drug dealer, and they, he used that money to actually fund 
his record label, Rockefeller. Oh, wow. Damn. Yeah, yeah. So Jay Z is one of the richest dudes in the world, but I mean, he come he literally started his shit with with drug money. Yeah, most is, rich dudes do. <laughs> true, 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 true. Um, Super interesting, though. It sounds like it's very interesting. Definitely check it out. IMDb was on my side this time. Eight point four out of ten, and Rotten Tomatoes. 95%. So uh, the audience score was pretty good on that. And uh, yeah, definitely check this out. Both of these things, really easy to access. Netflix is an amazing service for pretty cheap these days. And uh, no commercials, man. That's what I love Netflix the most about. They should They're be still, paying us right now with the fucking... They should be. They should be. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I have every streaming service there is. I literally yep. do. I have Sling. I have YouTube TV. I have Hulu. I have uh, fucking Netflix. I, they all have ads, except for Netflix. Yeah. Dude. Makes it a lot nicer. It's so much nicer. Ads suck, dick. <laughs> so there's uh, two <laughs> suggestions. Yeah, right. There's two suggestions for you before we get into our ads. Uh, make sure you check out Hip Hop Evolution and The Good Place. Let us know what you think. We're going to be uh, posting up trailers for those. We always like getting your comments, seeing what you guys have to say about that. So make sure you chime in. Hell yeah. And like Matt just said, we'll be right back after this word from our sponsor. Uh, Matt, I am I am dying of heat over here, man. This is I feel the summer heat coming on. Dude, the bullets are just coming hot right out of your face. What's going on, dude? Well, first off, I'm not giving any damn money to those air conditioning people because uh, I tried to get them over here once before and gotten an argument. So now I'm looking for a venue to end up in because they're always a lot cooler, right? You know, something with a live act. Oh, okay. You're looking to be entertained and chill the fuck out at the same time. Absolutely. Okay. Hey, uh, what if I told you I could save you a little money if you're looking to purchase some tickets to a live venue? Well, I'm not looking to sweat the ticket prices, so what do you got for me? Man, head over to SeatGiant.com, enter the code SLACKER at checkout, and you will be getting a little sweet discount, and you'll be chilling in no time. Less money to give to that damn air conditioning repairman. Oh, man, yeah, get him out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Go to SeatGiant.com, use the code SLACKER, get that discount. This is Murderous Minors, Killer Kids, bringing you the frightening and truly insane tales of children with the thirst to kill. Kindergarten through 12th grade murderers. True stories thoroughly researched. Join us weekly for new tales of parents' worst nightmares on Murderous Minors, Killer Kids. And uh, Matt, you have prepared a game for me to play. I'm in the hot seat today. Dude, it is time to play Fact or Whack. 
All right. Let's see how I do. I don't think I won last time. I think I lost. Well, uh, yeah, let's get let's get by. Let's like explain real quick. What is factor whack to the people? Let's let's explain that. Okay. So factor whack, you simply I'm just gonna I'm gonna lay down something. I'm gonna tell you a sentence. You're gonna tell me. Is it okay? Is this a fact Mm -hmm. or is this whack? So it's it's like a true or false type of thing. I told you no more true or false than when it's clearly fact or whack, dude. I mean, it's it's the you got to admit the concept is fairly similar. Totally fucking different, dude. I don't know how we're seeing so differently on this, but it, it is fact or whack. I'm giving you a fact, and it, it's either a fact or it's whack. It's true or false is a completely different other thing. That's like I story it. based. And, no, <laughs> I, no. I don't know. I think I get it. I, get I, it. I think we should just move along to the first question. Yeah, let's so. see how I do. <laughs> All right, I've got five questions for you, and uh, yeah, let's let's start with the number one. Number one, short and sweet. Jelly beans take a week to make or more. Hmm. I, you know what? I visited the uh, jelly bean factory, uh, the Jelly Belly one. So you should uh, know this. Not too far from me. Uh, I think they do. They do take a week or more to make. So that would be a fact. You are correct, sir. That Woo! is a fact. Because they got to uh, like dry and stuff. There was like a whole drying section. So first, the jelly is sh- or sugar syrup is boiled, mixed, and left to set. And then it's piped into tiny little molds mm-hmm. and cooled. And then it's time to add the outer layer, which it uh, the jelly centers are put into like a large rotating drum where sugar and flavoring and color mm-hmm. are just like slowly added Polish it. to give it that nice little coating, keep it protected. Nice. And the last step is you pop them in your mouth and you spit them into the box. Dude, that's how you do it. Yep, <laughs> they got to give it the... Package gotta, it up and ship it dude, out. they got to give it the taste fucking sampling, you know? That's what they showed me at the company, at least. Yeah, each one into somebody's mouth and out. Boom. He didn't, he didn't have a uniform on or anything, and he met me in the bathroom to give me the jelly beans. I didn't really... Fun fact, it's called the glossing process. <laughs> All right, moving on. Number two. The term OMG, oh my God, abbreviated, predates the invention of the Band-Aid. What? I thought that was like a text message thing. Um, uh, I feel like you're fucking with me. That's false. Could That's be. a false statement. Sir, you are wrong. You are <laughs> wrong as fuck. The first known use of OMG to abbreviate, oh my God, appears in the 1917 letter. From Lord Fisher to Winston Churchill. Fisher closed his letter with OMG. <laughs> really? Wow. Yes, that's what the, that's what the historians have told us here at American Soccer Podcast. What was he telling him his shoes were out of like were last the year's Band-Aid style? <laughs> was invented in nineteen twenty by Johnson and Johnson employee Earl Dickinson in Highland Park, New Jersey, for his wife Josephine, who frequently cut and burned herself while cooking. In other words, she was a terrible cook. She's a klutz. Dude uh, married a klutz, made the band-aid. It should have kept her away from the kitchen. So OMG is older than the band-aid. It is. It Damn. is indeed older. So, so you that's got, a fact. You got that wrong. You're one in one, sir. All right. So we are moving on to number three. The American bald eagle, the mascot of this show, can actually fly with just one wing. what the fuck that sounds aerodynamically impossible that's 
That's some whack shit right there. That is whack. <laughs> you're you're trying to fuck with me. Oh, that's completely bullshit. Yeah, I, knew, I knew you were I knew you were gonna call me on it, but I was like, it's worth it to put it in there because it's fucking <laughs> ridiculous. Physics would not allow for that. Oh my god. All right. Well, let's, be spinning. All right. Let's keep it up ridiculousness here. Let's move along. You got that one right. You are two and one, sir. Two and one. All right. Platypuses nurse their young without possessing nipples. <laughs> Is that a fact or whack? What do you lactate from if you don't have nipples? Uh, uh, you tell me, sir. <laughs> I'm not telling. I'll show you. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Restraining order immediately. <laughs> um, I'm going to say that's true. That's a fact. That is completely true. That is completely <laughs> what? true. Uh, the platypus is so unique in many ways. Uh, it's a warm-blooded an- mammal that lays eggs. It only lives in Australia. It looks a bit like a star-crossed offspring of a beaver and a duck. Uh, that's not my words. I'm, I stole this from a wiki. Uh, <laughs> to add that to the list, um, they have mammary glands, but they don't have nipples. After their babies hatch, the um, the mama sweats milk se- milk out of her like abdomen. And it pools in the creases of her skin. And then the baby platypus lap it up. Oh, that is horrific. Just uh, the fact that now I know you could literally like bottle and sell platypus milk. It's also kind of disgusting. The most nutrient dense liquid on earth. It'd be so easy. You just have to hang them up so that they drip from their stomachs. Turn the heat up to 90, sweat them out, fool. <laughs> Have some curdled platypus milk. Oh, man. Well, all right. So you've won already, but we're going to have a last little fun one feeling, here. Feeling frisky here. Let's, Let's do see it. if you can nail the final fucking mystery here. Uh, all right. So moving on to the last question. Even though you've already won. It's for all the oats. All Let's right? hear it. <laughs> Factor whack. Bob Barker once killed a man. um i'm gonna say wow (laughs) um med's dying over there (laughs) just based on that reaction you know what i'm gonna say fact because i got nothing to lose you you know it's fucking false dude just reading that on the show live i was like this is the worst fake fact of all time he could have been at war i don't know was Bob Barker in the armed services? It's actually, I didn't look that up. So Bob Barker might have actually killed a man. But I'm talking <laughs> as a civilian killed a man. <laughs> you know what? You answer for us. That's our question to the Facebook group. We Do you know the American public? Has Bob Barker <laughs> killed a man? Has Bob Barker killed? I, uh, he looks like a man that might have killed. The way he handled or, Happy Gilmore, I just. child. <laughs> Hey, age doesn't count, dude. Age is just a number. Vietnam was crazy. You don't know. Dude, you have no clue. So, if you want to weigh in and be a winner like me, answer. I guess I'll put that up on Tuesday. Tuesday, there'll be a uh, question. Fact or whack? Did Bob Barker kill someone? We'll we'll all find out together. Yeah, (laughs) dude. We'll take this fucking journey together. (laughs) Hell yeah. I'm with it. Oh, shit. Well, that, that better wraps up the show. I'm about dead after that. Um, <laughs> thank you, everybody, for tuning in, whether you were one of those lovely little Patreon children that subscribed or, to us. Or the person that Bob Barker killed. Or, 
watching the YouTube stream or one of the people that Bob Barker killed. <laughs> one of the people is it's multiplied this quick. Like, Bob Barker has killed multiple now. He hasn't even just killed one man. It's He's killed multiple fucking people. They covered him on Mindhunter. Oh, man. Or one of the people that, hey, just download our episode on the reg. We love each and every one of you. And, uh, hey, thanks for listening to our fucking craziness that is American Slacker Podcast. And uh, until next time, that's it. There you go. We're smoking America. America. We're passing America. I'm mapping America. America. I'm second America. America. We're choking America. America. We're blazing America. This is fucking America. We're second America. This has been American Slacker Podcast. You can reach the show by searching American Slacker on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Reddit. Or send them an email to American Slacker Podcast at gmail.com. You can download and rate American Slacker on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and all other podcast platforms. Visit the show's website, aspodcast.com, where you will find every episode, official merchandise, and links to their Patreon if you would like to support American Slacker. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Think about the second set of passing. Man, I gotta go and get it, grab it. Why you gotta go and neck a savage? Smoking weed, I gotta feed the habit. Now I'm on some other shit. Things that I gotta go get. Medical all on my slip. You falling like dominoes, bitch. Stuck in my ways, fucking high days, fucking sideways in the driveway. We smoking America, America. We passing them, passing them. I'm mapping America, America. I'm second America, America. We talking America, America. We blazing America. This is fucking America, America. We second America. We second America, America. I was gonna say, and I'm at Bob Parker's murderer. <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram. Fuck. <laughs>